0: I think a lot of people learned in 2016, electing Democrats is really important. And when it doesn't happen, really bad things can happen to the country and potentially the world. And I think there are probably Two or three million people in the country that are actively engaged in trying to figure out the best way to elect Democrats. I'm one of them. I am a local politician tonight. I'll get sworn in as a trustee to my local library district. My name is Dan Johnson. I was a delegate to the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia for Bernie Sanders. I have like recruiting candidates for office. I like supporting candidates for office. I like helping to elect Democrats and f- trying to figure out how to earn more votes um, come November. And I realized there's an opportunity that I hope this podcast might fill to have a conversation one way at first, though it may be, with my fellow operatives and candidates and elected officials and party leaders broadly defined, because in my view, anyone who self-identifies as a party leader is in fact a Democratic Party leader. If you choose to ask a neighbor or a friend or your spouse to vote Democratic—that makes you a party leader. And those of—and I think there might be two or three or maybe five million of us in the country. Um, and we need to get better. We need to learn from each other. We need to hear about what's working very well, so we can replicate that. Um, the Democratic Party is structured in a radically decentralized fashion, much like our government. And what that means is um, it's not top-down, it's bottom-up. And most of us are volunteers. Few of us are paid to try to elect Democrats. Very, very few. Candidates, of course, aren't paid. Um, so we're, we're in it, we're working on this, because we we recognize just how bad things can be with incompetent governance and how regular people's lives get better and around the world when democrats run the government so um as one way to try for me to learn uh and hopefully if i can learn um from people about what's working for them and what they think about, uh, and what what lessons from their successful or unsuccessful campaigns they want to pass on, or from their party organization they want to pass on, or their advocacy group or their company, what's working well. My hope is listeners uh, will learn as well, and it will be a source of value to the party and to uh, the. Tens of people who might start listening this week and who knows in the future, Um, but an opportunity to really um, learn about what's working well. What I'm not uh, looking to do with this podcast is talk about the horse race or current affairs or primary elections. It's really about um, sharing knowledge and best practices about what's working best in democratic campaigns. How do we engage regular people to not only vote the ticket, support our candidates, but then get another vote, tell their friends, feel that sense of ownership, have a sense of ownership over the party, um, step up from a occasional voter to a regular voter to a, an organizer, so maybe being a precinct organizer, um, we rely on an army of volunteers uh, to elect, our go- <coughs> elect a competent government. And so to all of us who are spending time and energy and efforts, um, this is one way we can learn from each other. Um, I think it's really interesting. Um, who are the swing voters? um i happen to think we spend too much time thinking in terms of percentages of the vote and not enough time uh, in raw votes as an example um campaigns in my view we all should be based on a win number how many votes does it take to win the election uh illinois where i live uh, What it takes to win the 2018 statewide election is two million votes. Get two million votes for a Democratic candidate for governor or controller or treasurer or attorney general you'll win. Very few candidates ever do that. And at the same time as uh, that history where no one has really earned two million votes, there were two million votes cast in the 2016 primary between Bernie and Hillary. So we have that list. We know who those people are. Some of them have moved. Some of them have died. But we have a win list for whoever the candidate happens to be. And as a party, we don't do anything with it. We're not mailing a quarterly print newsletter to those two million. We're not figuring out how to get them to sign up for an email newsletter We're not asking them to vote the Democratic ticket in 2018. I suspect we should. Um, I suspect someone is somewhere, and I'd like to find that person and interview them. Um, I intend to talk to much smarter people than myself, people that have demonstrated a lot more political success on their campaigns or with their companies or with their interest groups and um, hear their stories and get their best tips and best techniques so that you the person who's choosing to listen to this um, get better at electing democrats that's what this is for Um, party leaders elected officials um, we're all facing same challenge. We need to take back the House in 2018. We need to take back the Senate. These are red districts we need to win. Uh, They're not easy, but they're all possible. And driving up turnout. We win, as Bernie was fond of saying. And Barack said, "If, if everybody voted, the political map is transformed. That's what Barack said. And Bernie is fond of saying, On the trail, look, we win with high turnout. Democrats win when there's high turnout. To me, that's fundamental. And so there have been successful campaigns that have generated high turnout. I want to hear from them. I want to learn from them what causes high turnout. What does it take? What has worked to get those sporadic voters, those citizens who are not registered to vote, those people that regularly do not participate. What has worked to get them to vote? We need to learn what has worked so that we can do it. And how do we fund that? And how do we sustain that? Um, How do parties do that? How do we keep volunteers of us engaged to do that work because a lot of it is grunt work there's no question about it And which which elected officials are doing a good job keeping their volunteers or rather their supporters feeling engaged feeling motivated so that they're doing the hard work thankless invisible um, unheralded of knocking on a door or making a phone call and ginning up one more citizen to vote the Democratic ticket? Um, I want to know. I think it's important. I think it's interesting. I find it fascinating. And this podcast is about telling those stories, learning those tips, learning those techniques, understanding best practices uh, so that you can copy it. Um, A lot of it, I think, um, successful campaigns, much of it, of course, is based off of the personality of the candidate. Uh, That we can't really change. It's good to know what personalities seem to resonate the most. Um, But that's not, um, there's only so much you can do. With a candidate's personality, you know, uh, it's good to support those candidates that are most likely to appeal to folks to get them to vote. But frankly, I suspect there are just regular tips and techniques where, if we're asking people to vote for the Democratic Party rather than, you know, Bob or Mary or Jose or whoever the candidate happens to be, I think we're going to be in a better place. Uh, I tested that theory. I did a um, super PAC uh, in the 16th cycle called Take Back the Floor um, based off of some research with Professor Anthony Fowler. um, And I'd like, I think I'll have him on the podcast shortly um, because, as as I learned, the uninformed citizen, and there's a lot of them, um, thinks. Republicans generally support their interests far more than they actually do. There are political consequences to that, which was the name of their paper, Political Consequences of the Uninformed Voter. And I believe and suspect that basic education, Democrats are for Social Security, Republicans want to privatize it, Democrats are for spending government money on health insurance. It's called Medicaid. You may have heard of it. Uh, That's a government program. Democrats vote to keep that and expand that. Republicans vote to cut that and shrink that. Nobody is born with that knowledge. So teaching people that, that's our job as a party, to teach people that. So I have no way of knowing whether, uh, we did a mailing, uh, raised some money, um, sent a mailing to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, swing House District and a swing Senate race in a swing battleground state, at least that's what I thought, um, and turnout ginned up quite a bit, mailed to all voters, not just the registered voters. Is it because of us? Who knows? There's a lot of activity going on, but um, I think we need to understand how we reach the unregistered syst- systematically. Um, our campaigns don't do a good job at identifying and mobilizing the unregistered. Uh, we tend to focus on the likely voters, figure out what message appeals to them, and run a campaign around communicating to those folks. And to my way of thinking, that's not a path towards earning. 55 or even as much as 60 percent of the electorate support, which is what it takes for us to overcome the institutional barriers that suppress Democratic power and enhance Republican power, like the maps, like voter suppression laws with uh, voter IDs and 30 day voter registration deadlines, and the Electoral College and the U.S. Senate. Um, you know we're in a skewed system and we rely on a much more than fifty percent plus one turnout for Democrats in order to take control of our governments and that's just a hard fact. So um, that's my belief but I want to learn from others uh, that are in the fight that um, think it's true or not true and and what it takes to get there. Um, You know 62 million folks voted for Trump 65 million or so voted for Hillary. Uh, But I think there's 60 million or so eligible voting age citizens that didn't vote. That's a big number. That's something we absolutely need to get. And look, think about 18. If turnout stays at the 100 and, you know, 27, 129, 130 million people that voted in 2016, if they stay in 2018, we're going to do a whole lot better than if turnout shrinks as it typically does in midterm elections when there isn't a presidential campaign. Well, we can't just accept that as the way it's going to be and do our best given this low turnout. We have to plan for and learn from others that are keeping turnout high and increase it over 2016. Um, That's our job to win, especially in these red districts. We need to harvest every eligible Democratic voter we can if we're going to overcome the institutional barriers that are keeping us out of power despite earning more votes. Um, So that's my plan for this podcast. It's brought to you by uh, the company that I help run called Campaign Filer, uh, which does campaign finance compliance for political campaigns, uh, starting in Illinois, soon for the feds, expand to other states, um, and hopefully we will expand into other services as well. Because I believe we all need to get better We need to get smarter, and we need to learn about what's working best so that we can share the tools and share the tips and share the techniques that are going to get us to where we need to be to win elections and bring back a modern, responsive, competent government than the disaster we're living under now. Um, Thanks for listening to this initial uh, introductory podcast for what I think we're going to end up calling democratic campaigns, but I'm not sure. Um, and it'll be an experiment, and if you'd like to participate, uh, if you have some ideas, some thoughts, if you've run a campaign, I want to hear from you. I'm at dan at I'd like you to email me. Uh, I'd like to know the kind of things you want to hear about and the kind of people you want to hear from, particular guests, if it's not you, but if you know somebody's good, somebody's ran a great campaign, whether they won or lost. Particularly if you if you if somebody ran a losing campaign, but really brought out more people and they had some exciting new tips and techniques, nuts and bolts stuff, uh, local state or federal it doesn't matter we can learn from all of it so please let me know uh, because I want to talk to a whole lot of people um, on this thing and there's a lot of us working in Democratic campaigns we've got a good year and a half until November uh, not to mention Virginia and New Jersey coming up this November and we've got a lot to learn uh, so please let me know who uh, you'd like to hear from If you'd like to participate, email me, dan at campaignfiler.com. And I'm looking forward to learning a lot and hopefully um, sharing some of this uh, insightful, actionable tips and techniques with you. Take care.